2: Well, here it is, just a week to Christmas. You never saw so much hustle and bustle as there is in our house, and I guess it's the same with you, too. What with last-minute shopping and tree trimming, there's certainly lots to be done. But in spite of how busy you are, you still want your home to look its best for the holidays. And that's where Johnson's Wax comes into the picture. You see, if your floors, furniture, and woodwork are protected with genuine Johnson's Wax, that special holiday cleaning can be done in short order. A quick dusting, a touch-up with Johnson's Wax where needed, and your rooms are glowing with rich, mellow beauty. All set for the visits of your family and friends. And there are so many things you can protect with wax. Floors, woodwork, all kinds of furniture. And a hundred other things in every room of your home. Get some Johnson's Wax, won't you? Paste, liquid, or cream. Johnson's Wax has helped brighten homes at the Christmas season since your grandmother's day. Mark Twain said that everybody talked about the weather, but nobody did anything about it. Well, Mark didn't live long enough. Nowadays, we can get a shower by turning a little gadget in the bathtub. We can get a breeze with a fan, and sunshine with a lamp. For instance, look at Sibber McGee and Molly. McGee, for goodness sakes,
3: so don't put a shirt on, and some pants. You've been sitting under that sunlamp for days in your swimming shorts and slippers. What if somebody should come
4: in? Let him. This is my living room, and I'm living. <laughs> hey, rub a little more suntan oil on my shoulders, will you? Suntan
3: oil? Yep. The trash box is overflowing with empty suntan oil
4: bottles.
3: Mm-hmm. How'd you happen to start this business, anyhow?
4: Well, I went down to Kramer's drugstore to buy some scotch tape. They didn't have any scotch tape, so I bought me a Sunland.
3: <laughs> Very logical. But look, I haven't had about enough for today?
4: My gosh, no, I've just barely... Yep,
3: that's enough. Shut it off. Time's up. <laughs> it's a good thing you set the alarm clock, dearie. It's sort of silly for a man to get a sunstroke in his own living room, but you're begging for it.
4: <laughs> I know what I'm doing, Tootsie. I'm following the directions to the letter. 20 minutes at a time, front and back.
3: Yeah, but it didn't say 12 times a day, though. <laughs> that was my
4: own idea. And look at this tan, will you? Pretty snazzy, eh? I'm beginning to look like a Spaniard.
3: Are Spaniards pink?
4: <laughs> what do you mean, pink? Look at them arms, them shoulders, them chest, them hands.
3: Well, it may be in time, but at the present stage You merely look like you've been in more hot water than usual
4: (laughs) You wait, I'll get a sunburn on me That'll make the governor of Florida wake up screaming Another week under this sun lamp And I could go to the South Pole with Admiral Byrd's aunt
3: With who? Admiral Byrd's aunt isn't going
4: to the South Pole Why, she is She certainly is I was just reading, here it is right here in the paper, look It says, Byrd's Antarctic Expedition, Ready (laughs) My gosh, if a little old lady like that can organize. No, whole... no,
3: no, McGee. That's Admiral Byrd's Antarctic expedition. Sure. The Antarctic is the South Pole. It is? Yeah. Sure.
4: No kidding. How do you know all this stuff? I read the same things you do, and you always get more out of it.
3: Well, I read the punctuation, too. You know, like commas and periods
4: and things? No, I don't. It messes up the reading matter. <laughs>
3: Well, if you don't read the periods, how do you know when you come to the end of a sentence?
4: Well, you turn me loose with ten bucks in the new suit.
3: <laughs>
4: you get it? Lover, end of a sentence, new suit, ten bucks, that's what they always do. Ain't
3: funny, McGee. Ain't? That's funny. No, it ain't. Taint? No. <laughs> oh, McGee, it's company. Put your pants
4: on. Okay, hand me my T-shirt. Thanks. Hey, where's my belt buckle? I've lost my belt buckle. You got your pants on backwards. Huh? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Okay, okay,
3: I got it. Let him in. Come in. Oh, for goodness sake, it's Mr. Wimple. Hello, Mr. Wimple.
4: Hi, Wimp, old man. Hello, Pete.
3: <laughs> you notice anything different about himself here, Mr. Wimple? Take a good
1: look, Wimple. Yeah. Gracious me, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I wish I could wear house slippers around the house. <laughs> Sweetie
3: no, thing. no, no, no. Not
1: the house
4: slippers, Wimple. The tan.
1: Take a gander at these
3: shoulders. See how brown I'm getting? <laughs> it's a very light shade at
1: the moment, of all. Sort of an oyster blush pink. Imagine that, a sun tan in December. Yep. Now you be careful, Mr. McGee. You can get an awful shock that way. A
4: shock? With a sunlamp?
1: Yes. Wait till you see your electric light, Bill?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wimple, you look pretty pink and healthy yourself. Been out for a walk?
1: Yes, in the woods, Mrs. McGee. With my bird book. With your what? My bird
5: book
1: <laughs> Maybe, maybe you don't read the North American ornithologist's review Oh Otherwise, you'd have seen where I was elected corresponding secretary of the Wistful District Bird Watchers and Migration Recorders Unanimously, too Oh, isn't that wonderful, Mr.
3: Wimple? And uh, what do bird watchers
1: do? We watch birds
4: <laughs> I used to be a bird watcher in Vaudeville, Wimp. I've seen whole balconies full of Bronx warblers. <laughs> He's
3: probably jealous because you were laying bigger eggs, dear.
1: You know, just this morning I thought I saw a purple crested swallow-tailed Australian grackle. Oh, gee. Pretty rare, Wimp? Rare? My gracious, they aren't even in the bird book. <laughs> I, I named this one myself. Mm-hmm. Then, coming home, I saw a little boy robin. A little boy robin? Yes, a little boy robin, a blue jay's name.
5: <laughs>
1: but bird watching is really such fun. Such fun. <laughs> Last summer, I was looking through my telescope, and I saw a full grown tom turkey no bigger than a sparrow. My gosh. A freak, No. <laughs> I was looking through the wrong end of the telescope. Well, I hope you get a beautiful suntan, Mr. McGee. Goodbye. So long.
2: Billy Mills and the orchestra play The Best Man.
3: sun sunlamp again. Yep,
4: I'm getting a beautiful tan, too. I think. Another couple of days of this, and I'll be brown in a hot and tooth.
3: You mean top?
4: Top my clavicle. I'll be brown and a grown-up hot and tooth.
3: <laughs> well, now don't overdo it. The human epidermis was not designed for charcoal broiling,
4: you know. <laughs> I ain't the type guy that burns. I'm the type of guy that turns a beautiful deep brown. Yeah. A summer in the hot sun for me, and that's it. Shut off the sun lamp. Time's
3: up. Time's up. There you are. Ah. Here, now, take this towel and wipe
4: off some of that suntan lotion. You're as oily as a butler in the movies. Well, i got to use a lot of it to keep out the intraviolet rays. I think you mean ultra. Well, frankly, I think it's pretty ultra myself, but I was just trying to be modest. With a suntan like I'm going to get, I don't...
3: Oh, put your trousers
4: on again, dearie. Hurry. I got them. Hand me my T-shirt. Thanks. Okay.
3: Come in. Oh, hello there, Mrs. Carstairs. Do come in. How do you do, my dear? Good day, Miss McGee.
4: Hi, Carsty. Swing the minks off and toss the frame on an orange crate.
3: <laughs>
4: may not be a place, but it's home.
3: Read that again, dear.
4: Uh, oh, it may not be a palace, but it's home.
3: <laughs> That's better.
0: Uh, won't you sit down, Millers, and have a slug of tea? Thank you, no, my dear. I'm just taking a moment for my Christmas shopping, and I don't know what to give Mr. Carson. He has simply everything.
4: How about some gold-plated golf clubs, Carson? <laughs> That'd be pretty fancy.
0: Oh, he already has sterling silver golf clubs, Mr. McGee. Oh. I'm afraid he'd consider gold ones a bit sloshy, The conservative type. Oh, very, my dear. He does absolutely nothing that people could criticize. Hmm. He even wires Mr. Petrillo before he takes the band off a cigar. <laughs> Uh, got everybody
3: else taken care of, Millicent? A diamond terrara for the cook and a town car for the handyman, I
0: suppose. Oh, yes. Although my nephew is another difficult one Hubert Updike third, you know. My gosh, Hubert Updike, is he your nephew? Well, I've heard a lot about him
4: Friday night, a pal of All and Young.
0: <laughs> yes, a very well to do young man. Oh, yes. Yeah. Of course, uh, Of course, he's on a very meager allowance now. Mm-hmm. 10000 a week until he comes into the estate. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: a boy can live on that if he doesn't eat dessert.
4: Gee, for a kid like that, you've got to get something pretty unusual, Carsey, like a nightclub with fresh air in it.
5: <laughs>
4: or maybe an antique fountain pen that you can fill with ink every couple of weeks.
0: That is so true, Mr. McGee. Last year, we offered to buy Hubert the Hialeah Raceback. But Stubert is allergic to horses. Oh, really,
3: Millicent? does he sneeze when he
0: passes them? No, he cries when the other horses pass them. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being so helpful. Good day. So long, Millie.
4: <laughs> hey, you know what? Then Carstairs must have all the dough in the world, you know
3: it? Yeah, but they say Mr. Carstairs is very stingy. Yeah? Tighter than a coat of paint was the term, I believe.
4: <laughs> well, when you're that rich, you can afford to be stingy. When I tip forty cents for a four dollar dinner, I'm a dirty little tightwad with fishhooks in my pocket. But of course, there's does it. He's a charming old eccentric who knows the value of money.
3: I guess
4: so. Hello, folks. are things? Hello,
3: Mister Wilkai. Hi,
4: Junior. How's the weather out? Colder than the nose of a
2: snowplow, pal. Yeah. This is the kind of day I'd like to be on a nice, warm desert island with ten albums of swing music, a phonograph, and no needles. No
3: needles. No,
2: I don't like swing music. I'm a symphony man myself. I like Mozart, Grieg, Chopin,
4: Prokofiev. Oh, yes. Nothing like Prokofiev. <laughs> Very fine. A me too, things. Junior. I also like Guilem. Who? Guilum. Guilem who? Guilem Bartle. <laughs> look, Junior, you don't have to go to the southeast to get a coat of tan. Take a look at me. Okay, I'm looking.
2: Don't you notice it,
3: Mr. Wilcox? Notice what?
2: <laughs> oh, he got a haircut. No. Look at my arms and shoulders, Junior. Oh, what about him? Just because you haven't the muscular development of some of the other fellows, so what? Gee was lots of boys never had a chance oh, Mr. To...
3: Wilcox, but... now, he needs his sunburn. Can't you see it?
2: Good. You mean those pink splotters on his skin? <laughs>
3: what do you mean, pink splotches? That's hands. He's using a sunlamp to get a little color, Mr. Wilcox.
4: Yeah, I met a guy on the street the other day, and he says, hi, McGee. He says, how much are they? And I says, how much are what? And he says, aren't you raising mushrooms? <laughs> and that did it. I had to get some color.
2: Well, I know another good way to get your color back. On your face? No, on your linoleum. Yeah,
3: but we weren't talking Johnson's about
2: Johnson's self-polishing glow yeah. coat. Uh, you know, it's amazing how it restores the life and luster to old and dingy linoleum. Quit changing the subject. I was. I'm talking... not changing the subject. I've you... been talking about Johnson's glow coat for years. Oh. About how it's so easy to apply. Yeah. How you just pour a little out, spread it around. Yeah, but
3: That's... about his suntan,
2: Miss Wilson. Suntan. Hey, it's funny you should mention suntan, Molly. Funny,
4: my gosh, I've been yapping my head
2: off. Yes, day. because I was just talking to a lady customer of mine about getting suntan this morning. Why
3: are you, Miss Wilson? Huh?
2: Yes, I said, sure. I said, does your son get tanned for tracking up the kitchen floor?
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. I said,
2: it's a shame to have your son tanned for nothing. Yeah, that... Because if you perfect that linoleum with Johnson's self polishing logos, you can wipe up those muddy tracks so easily. Yeah, but what that... You can <laughs> keep the linoleum protected against mud and dirt build things. Keep it bright. Yeah, but what does uh, that... Look, look. <laughs> <laughs> look,
4: waxy.
0: Yes, pal? Have
2: you got to go now? Because if you do, Mr. Wilcox... Hey, thanks for reminding me. I've got to go downtown and pick up my wife's Christmas present. Hey, wait till you see the terrific sparkler I'm getting her. A
3: sparkler? Oh, a diamond, Miss Wilcox?
2: No, some Johnson self-polishing glow So, 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 long, so. long,
3: kid. <laughs>
4: That guy never did comment on my tan.
3: What's the matter with everybody? Is this a conspiracy? No, sweetheart. It's only that your tan isn't very dark yet. Huh? Why don't you stick some adhesive tape on yourself so you'd get tanned in stripes? People would notice that, dear.
4: No, sir. By George, I'll do this legitimate or I won't do it. Turn the sun lamp on again, will you, Marla?
3: All right, McGee, but don't let yourself get overdone now. Okay. I've got to go up and sort the linen. But I'll be down base every 15
4: minutes. Okay. <laughs> ah, there goes a the good kid. She really admires this lifeguard tan I got, but will she say so? not her. She knows flattery makes me unbearable. She knows... I... oh where's my pants? Where's my pants? Where'd I put my... Somebody took my pants. Oh, oh, I got them on. Come in.
3: Hi, mister.
4: Oh, hello, sis. What's on your mind?
3: Well, I brought you some more stuff, mister, like you said.
4: Like I said, when? What
3: did I say? More busted toys. Hmm? You said you'd pick some olives for the poor children, remember, for Christmas?
4: Oh, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I, well, as a matter of fact, this I, this tell the truth. I don't believe I... Yeah.
3: Uh... You know, my teacher, Miss Yagley, she thinks you're just wonderful to do it, Mr. So do all the kids, I betcha. They do, eh? What? Huh? Hmm? I
4: said they do, eh? They do what? All the children think I'm wonderful.
3: <laughs> oh, boy, are you ever conceited, though. <laughs>
4: on it, this, I didn't say I thought I was wonderful. I said they thought I was because you said they thought I was mm-hmm. lost. What'd you bring this time? Well,
3: I left them on the back porch, mister. Mm-hmm. There's a scooter with the wheel off and a busted coaster wagon. Mm-hmm. And little C mentioned that the whistle don't blow on it good. And, uh, oh, hey, did you fix the dolly I left here last week, mister?
4: Oh, uh, well, I, I, I'm i still working on that, sis. It, it, it was a bigger job than I figured. Uh-huh. How'd it get so banged up?
3: Well, my dog you did there. Oh. Mm-hmm. We shoot it up one day. uh mm-hmm. He's a cocker bulldog.
4: A cocker bulldog? You kidding, sis? A cocker and a bull are two different dogs.
3: I'll say so, mister. <laughs> I bet you never saw two more different dogs than my dog, I bet you. My daddy says he's a pure-blooded mongrel. Oh. Well,
4: that sounds reasonable.
3: Yes. My daddy says he's either a police dog in plain clothes or a wire hair with a short circuit in the family. (laughs) Mm.
4: Must be quite a mutt, sis. What does he look like?
3: Well, he's got long ears and a short tail. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And his front legs are shorter than his back legs. Uh Uh-huh. And he's got hair all over his eyes like Veronica Lake. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. And Daddy says if we put him in a dog show, he'd get a blue ribbon for being the best dog of all breeds because Daddy says he's the only dog he ever saw that was all breeds.
4: Hmm. What's his name? John. <laughs> Where'd you get him?
3: He, mister, he was there when I was born.
4: He was?
3: Sure. He's 48 years old. What? He was a captain in the Marines.
4: Must be quite a pooch.
3: Don't you call my daddy a pooch. He's a nice man.
4: Oh, you were talking about your daddy. I thought you were talking about the dog. How often do you bathe him?
3: He bathes himself, I bet you. Hmm? He takes a shower every morning and every night. Your dog? No, my daddy. He's awful smart, too. He brings the paper home in his teeth every night. Your daddy? No, my dog. Well, I guess I better go home now and see if somebody's fed him. Your dog? No, my daddy. Mama's out of town. (laughs) So long, mister.
2: The King's Men sing Buttermilk Sky. Oh, Buttermilk
6: Sky, I'm keeping my eyes
5: peeled on you.
6: Are you going to be mellow tonight? Oh, milk sky milk sky Can't you see my little donkey and me? We're as happy as a Christmas Me when I need you all. Hang a moon above a hitching ball. Kick Hitch me to the one I love. Oh!
3: better forget that sun lamp for a while and get dressed. You're shivering. I'm all right. That little
4: girl that was here left the door open a
3: while.
4: Oh? I'll bake out this chill with the sunlamp. lamp. Boy, does this feel good. I'll bet I... Uh, uh, <sighs> uh-huh. Casting cold, aren't you? No, nah, it's just the fuzz off this blanket tickling my nose. I still got a little while under the sun lamp before I... That's it.
3: Time's up. Shut it off. Huh. <laughs> Let's see your candy. Sure. Take a look. My goodness, you actually are getting quite pink with what do you mean, pink? I'm getting tan. I'm
4: three shades darker than I was this morning.
3: Well, with that roast pork gray you started off with, it could easily be, you know. However, you still have a long way to go before you could be mistaken for a pot of watermelon.
4: What? After three days under a sunlamp, I must be thicker skinned than everybody says. I thought by this time I'd be so... Get thin. your
3: trousers on, dearie. People come. Here. Hey,
4: hand me my t-shirt. Thanks. Hey, who sewed up my pants like? I can't get my foot into my... Oh, oh, that's the pot. <laughs> okay, I'm ready.
3: Come in. Oh,
4: McGee, it's Mayor
2: Latrivia. Hello, Your Honor. Hi, Latrivia. Good day, Molly. Hello, McGee. I trust you felt no serious effects after Dr.
4: Gamble and I polluted Dugan's Lake with your carcass last week? Well, he did come home pretty chill, Mr. Mayor. uh, That was
3: nothing.
4: I had that coming to me, Latrivia. I can take a joke. I can... I.
2: uh, Uh, I was afraid of something like this, McGee. In fact, I took the liberty of asking Dr. Gamble to come over and check up on you.
4: Why don't you guys mind your own business? Anytime I need a doctor, I'm perfectly capable <laughs> Hand me that blanket, Molly. I'm cold. You better
3: get to bed, dear. You're coming down
4: with something. Yes, yes, McGee. Better take care of that. I'd put you in bed possibly
2: myself if I didn't have to get down to the high school to judge a spelling bee. A what, Mrs. Uh, a spelling bee. They're holding it in the auditorium. <laughs>
3: That's the most wonderful thing I ever heard of, a spelling bee. Can he spell any really big words with this? Who? This bee. My goodness, I've heard of talking dogs and singing mice, but a spelling bee. Well, that's the most amazing.
4: Please, please, this is not an actual bee. That's ridiculous. Oh, I'll say it is. An ordinary bee couldn't even spell honey, no matter how he strained.
3: <laughs>
4: this bee you got down there must it be. It is, is not a bee.
3: But you said it was. You said they were holding it in the high school auditorium. Yeah. And if you'll take my advice, Your Honor, you wear a net over your face because if he gets loose...
2: He won't get loose.
4: There's nothing to get loose. When I said they were holding a bee, I merely met. Pretty nervy the kids they got down there, i say. I was always scared to death of bees, but those youngsters hold a bee just like... They a... are not holding a bee, I said. <laughs> or rather, they are, are holding like a bee. But the bee they're holding is not the kind of a
2: bee that you... Heavenly about.
3: days. We wouldn't know one kind of a bee from another, Your Honor. So it doesn't really matter. Don't the pupils ever get stung?
2: Will you do stop talking about this bee as if it were an insect? This is a bee made up of 24 children.
3: 12
6: on each
3: side. Isn't that interesting? What is a hornet made up of? How many kids in a watch? The reason I asked
4: The reason This is. There isn't any wasp. I mean, reason! The bees that make up this, children... You said that a hairnet. Huh? A, a hornet is a bee.
6: Look, when I said something about a smelling bee, a smelling boo, a smelling bar, a no, a it, it doesn't matter. You were the one who said I'm just, It. I'm. I'm. <laughs> McGee?
7: Yes. If you were a bee,
2: you'd have no trouble with the housing situation. I wouldn't? No. Everybody would love to see you get high. Good day.
4: I still don't think he's got a bee down there that can spell. My gosh, it's tough enough for me to spell. I could never eye out
3: Oh, dear, you have caught cold, McGee. My Mm. goodness, lying around this drafty house in slippers and shorts or a thin little t-shirt that... Come in. Hello there. I just
7: met Latrivia outside. He says McGee's under the weather. Well,
3: I'm afraid he's catching a cold, Doctor. McGee sneezed for the doctor.
7: (laughs) I got kind of a chill, Doc. It started just... why shouldn't you have a chill, you incredible little knucklehead? Huh? Look at you. In the dead of winter, you sit around here with no socks on. And a wisp of cotton over your flat little chest that wouldn't make a pup tent for a field mouse.
3: Don't you think T-shirts are healthy, doctor?
7: I like tea, my dear, but not with so much lemon it.
4: <laughs> Looky here, Fatso. I was dressed like this because I was trying you to Give me your
7: wrist and be quiet. Mm. When did the symptoms start?
3: Oh, not more than an hour ago.
7: Well, maybe we can head it off. I'll write your prescription. You put him to bed. Keep him quiet, if possible. Feed him lightly. Mmm, a pulse like a brewery horse.
4: Look, Counsel Robert, what I was trying to tell you You're was not was... telling
7: me. You're not telling me this time, Bucklewart. I'm telling you. No. Now, scram up and hit the mattress and keep warm and keep quiet.
3: Anything else, Doctor? Yes,
7: one thing more. Call the drugstore and get a sunlamp up here. A few minutes a day under a sunlamp... What?
3: Before...
4: My gosh, I've been under a sunlamp. What do you think that thing is standing there right behind you, you big witch doctor? Oh.
6: Take a look. <laughs>
4: yeah, well... Where did you get the bulb in this fun lamp, McGee? Out of the table lamp. The bulb to had in it was too hot, so
5: I the table.
3: Ah me. Ah. Uh. <laughs>